Welcome to episode 140 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about perseverance and the need for new stories. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, to Nobody's Talking About the Somebody Who Matters. I'm Danny, the host in 3D a movie production specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is the podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Hello, Caleb. Hello. Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. Glad I forgot to I was gone you. last week. I didn't. <laughs> I'm glad that now we'll have viewers again for this episode. <laughs> hey. Come on, you guys got to start supporting Danny when I leave. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, wow. That took a turn. Sometimes, that took a really sometimes fast Sometimes we have turn. to realize that a really this show isn't all about me. Uh, an immediate turn. And then you high-roaded me. Okay. This is great. No, I'm, I'm glad to have... I'm glad, I'm glad you're back. I always enjoy doing the show with you. I 99% of mm-hmm. the time enjoy yeah. doing the show with you rather mm-hmm. than apart. Let's be honest, it's 98%. 98 still high. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I know that there's 1% still Well, but that would be like there. two episodes now, or an episode and a half. Right. No, it's just the one episode, just the one. Okay. It's just the one I didn't enjoy. <laughs> the one you, of which you we did, did not great. speak. Uh, no, thank you. I appreciate it. Especially it for always being last minute when I can't make it on the show and... Hey, I had some things I wanted to talk about that I knew you wouldn't anyway, so it actually worked out just fine. Uh, hey, Caleb, speaking, though, of things no one really wants to talk about, um, t- the news stinks right now. It stinks. It news. stinks. And not even a sense of, like, the news isn't great, like there's a bunch of heavy stuff going on in the news. Mm-hmm. It's just there is no news. Mm-hmm. And not even news. I feel like it's a weird way to put it. Just like the news is saying stuff going on in the world. It'll happen tomorrow, but they say that every day. So it's like I don't really know what to do anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we have some special evidence we're putting out this week. I'm like, dude, that was two weeks ago. Let's go. So yeah. does the news talk like Trump? Is that sometimes? Sometimes, <laughs> yes. Today it talked like Rudy Giuliani, but I don't know. And they Gosh. still didn't actually say anything concrete. I but whatever. Uh, and I would, I would like us to have a president at some point. Yeah, I don't really care who it is anymore. I just want it to kind of be over. So. I mean, it basically, is over. Let's just, let's just. I don't know. Gosh, my mom would hate just to angered. listen to this. And I know, mom, I know, you listen this to this, so. Your I'm mom sorry. actually listens, so we might have just lost 100% of the mothers of this podcast. Yeah. Again, the joke for me that keeps on giving the more my mother doesn't call me out oh, on it. <laughs> uh, Caleb, in other news that I'm actually interested in talking about that I wanted to get just kind of a quick knee-jerk, kind of a kind of a hot take on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, so, so can you go ahead and put in the hot takes with Caleb graphic? I'm assuming who's it went making up. that. I'm I'm assuming you went up there on our YouTube channel. <laughs> I'm just gonna start promising these things. It's gonna be fun. Uh, hot takes with Caleb. Caleb, Pure Flix, the um, Christian production company that makes Christian. Can we call them right. movies? 
Yeah, and movies? shows. And you know, shows? I guess uh, we can they settle were, on that. They were bought by Sony. Really? Uh-huh. Why? Uh, Why? Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, mean, I mean, okay. Have, have we talked about Pure Flix before? <laughs> Everyone's like, Sony, you can have them. All right, you know. How much do you think they bought them for? Hold on. I I was actually going to look that up. (laughs) Sony buys Pure Flix. No, I mean, I'm kind of excited. I'll give you a piece of bubble gum. Um, I'm I'm kind of excited because it could mean that the quality of production goes up. That would be interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I don't think it will. No, that's my fear, (laughs) is that a year from now, we will no longer see Pure Flix, or Pure Flix will be... The new spiritual age of Christianity. Neutered spiritually? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's the thing I'm worried about. They'll say, like, all right, we're going to put out these movies, but you can't say Jesus. (laughs) Like, we're Pure Flix. I don't... That's the one thing we do. Uh... No, I, I, there, there was a Pure Flix uh, movie. I don't know if I ever talked about it on this podcast. There's a Pure Flix oh, no. movie I was interested in. Mm-hmm. The yes. one about the angel. Did I, did, did I tell you about this Is one? Is this like the one that was like really gritty? No, that Not would that. We never go on about Pure Flix. Yeah. This was a different one called I Am Gabriel or something like that. No, yeah. yeah you yeah, made yeah. me watch it. I don't think we talked no, about I, it. On I, the... I did not make you watch that. You, wa- you showed me scenes. I, I showed remember you watching clip. some of it yeah. with you. Yeah. Or the trailer, maybe it was the trailer. It it had every Christian trope imaginable, and it was bad. Also, I cried, and I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know what that means. It made me feel many means. things. Some of them w- were the thing the director was intending me to feel. <laughs> That's a good way to put a it. A strange child goes to a Midwestern town, small town, where... Where they they're they're in a drought, uh, and the the family whose faith is dying has been trying to have a child, and so they adopt this angel child, who mm-hmm. then the town gets rain, and mm-hmm. there's a skeptic who yeah I watched and this and it's the sheriff and and the sheriff's the skeptic, and the pastor's daughter does drugs and. Um, <sighs> That's good. I like that. There, there, there's also a kid that has special needs that all, that made it uh, rain, which uh, I'm trying to trying to tiptoe around all the words in this sentence, but it made it rain. Yeah. Yes. Because the town had been in a <laughs> no. drought. No, no. There's too many things. Just uh, no kidding. Uh, like, <laughs> but the, ta- the town, the town had been in a drought. So when the pastor's daughter almost died from the drug overdose and the angel healed her in the middle of the gym, causing kind of a big stir up because then people are like, ooh, is that a boy or an angel? And he's like, my name's Gabriel. And ooh, uh, then it starts to rain outside and the parents, parents, quote unquote, of the angel go like, did you do this? And then they're like, no, I didn't know anything about this. And it's, 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 it's the kid with special needs. Mm. But they like never touch on that ever again. Like it's just like they they just leave that, and I'm just like, <laughs> okay. I love that though. But like, I love that. Why? I don't know what I want to be on the record as having said here. 
I'm just gonna say maybe you should stop talking then. <laughs> like, I, like, is it worth it? Ability, I need you to ask questions in your head right now. Is it worth it? Ability is to summon God? rain <laughs> beyond the knowledge of the angels. Mm-hmm. I get what they're going for. Right. Yeah. Why are we anyway, talking about this movie? Because it I was on Pure Flix. Okay, it, that's right. And now it's owned by Sony. So good luck with that piece of work, Sony. Spider Man's just going to pop up in there occasionally. S- Spider Man comes out. It was actually me who made it rain. Or something. Uh, but no, Sony bought Pure Flix. Yeah. And on other film news if we can even transition <laughs> from pure flicks into film <laughs> i i would say knowing what we're talking about mm-hmm. and this will mm-hmm. i welcome the the criticism i will take goodness if you didn't criticize me for the last thing i just said then this yeah this if if this is our line i said something horrifying earlier but okay i will say they're probably on par as far as quality goes yeah Oh, for sure. Just gonna sip this while you introduce the topic. Hate emails coming. And that budget is six grand. <sighs> and the movie is Shark Boy and Lava Girl. We all remember yeah. that. I mean, did you? No, I didn't see it. Oh, so so Shark that was that was Shark probably you were a bit old to watch. That. Yes, like I was. you would have been made fun of in high school, probably. The, if if it were high school, then yeah, what was it? Two thousand five, two thousand. I don't know. Yeah, if I had told my college friends, "Hey, can we go see Shark Boy and Lava Girl?" They would have been like, "We cannot be friends anymore." Yeah. Um, so rightfully so. Right in that movie, when it first came out in two thousand five or something. I I to this day I couldn't tell you what the plot is. I've seen it many times. Okay, it was like a childhood film that I watched, along it, with Spy Kids. Mm-hmm. Spy Kids three was fantastic. Spy, all of them are fantastic. I didn't see the first two. I need to go back and watch them. But they're all. I saw the fourth one, but like a few weeks ago. Yeah, because of uh, because of your sister's kids, they were watching it, and I just happened to be in the. Uh, room and I was like Joel McHale's hilarious and underrated anyway um, so can you because I have a feeling I know this is how it, I know how it's going to go mm-hmm. please explain to me the plot of Shark Boy and Lava Girl okay now if I remember correctly it is it is kind of weird and I haven't watched it in a while so bear with me this is my memory of it this mm-hmm. is not what it might actually be but I just here we go Strap in. So, there's a kid, right? Uh huh. And he goes to school, just mm-hmm. like every kid. But you know, he's picked on sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the loser, you might say, in the class, right? And and he likes to have um, an imagination, like the other kids who pick on him don't. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. they're just mean, right? Herbs. And, <laughs> and his teacher. <laughs> Uh, who's also George Lopez. <laughs> what was... Is, is that it? all he did those few years? He was in Spy Kids too, but for like no reason at all. Yeah, I don't it's know. Like, hey kids, I'm George... I think he was in there as George Lopez. I don't know. Were, were these made by Nickelodeon? No. I don't know. Anyways, don't so. moving yeah. on. 
Um, I think his teacher was kind of a jerk too, if I remember correctly. This is, I don't even know if I'm Mm -hmm. correct on this. Mm -hmm. I'm actually kind of excited to go back and watch Uh it. That means I have to watch it. But yeah, sorry. Um, so he has this whole like imaginary world Mm -hmm. and from what I remember, it's all, the whole movie is actually just a dream. Right. So like, that's what I thought he goes to sleep and he's like in this world and Oh no, George Lopez is actually this bad like electrical villain in it, mm-hmm. and and he has like this notebook I think or something, and he's like trying to like remember stuff, <laughs> and and like Shark Boy and Love Girl like two characters that he mm-hmm. he created, so like they're fighting alongside him on this adventure and like trying to like go uh-huh. find something to do something. I don't know. That's what I thought. And they this defeat... whole thing, it's it's a dreams-ish sequence. And then I think the plot twist at the end is like he wakes up and maybe the real or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> just like, like it's not even a twist. It's just like the pulling of the rug out from under you is a no this really happened. There's going to be so many people listening to this that like actually know the plot of the movie and I definitely just like Mhm. I didn't get any of it right, probably, but... But on New Year's Eve, Netflix has decided that the Shark Boy and Lava Girl tale wasn't over, despite the fact that it was very likely fake. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have opted to make a new one. Yeah. It's called... What is it called? We... Heroes? We could be heroes. In the half shell. (laughs) We could be heroes or something? Yeah, we... we can be heroes. We, Something we like can that. be heroes. So, and there what's are the old plot now. of this one? I don't know. I I watched the trailer <laughs> and I don't know. I don't have any clue what's <laughs> happening. All I know is that it's still terrible green screen. Mm-hmm. On like it looks, it looks better. It looks better than the original one. All right, in the sense that like the actual virtual ro- world around them is like better looking, but. They're using the know. Unreal Engine. It's uh, We Can Be Heroes. So this is from imdb.com. When when alien invaders kidnap Earth's superheroes, the children must team up and learn to work together if they w- want to save their parents and the world. And Pedro Pascal is in it. Yes. And uh, <laughs> the original sh- Shark Girl is in it. Yes. And... Nope. No Taylor Lautner. No Taylor Lautner. Who... He was a bit too moody. Who, might I add, is not busy right now. Yeah, no. Like, so that means he got the script and said, no, I'm good. Like, yeah. And There's also no despite being a Netflix actor, having been in multiple Netflix projects. Has he? Yes. Yeah. Adam Sandler ones, but, you know, which I thought he did hilarious in, but we won't talk about those. But yeah, um, so, so part of this is they've grown up and now they have a kid. Shark Boy and... A lava girl have a kid. Yes. Fried calamari, I guess. Like, is that what we're... I don't even get that. Because it's a... the Cooked seafood. Is that what calamari means? I thought it was squid, specifically. Yes, but like... It's not... You're making me dissect a joke that isn't that good. I know. It's a one-off. <laughs> Give me the one-off. <laughs> No, it this looks bad. This just looks it just looks Nobody bad. asked for it. Nobody wanted it. Right. People are just confused all around. And you should be. Right. Like because But I, I mean, did we ask for the original Shark Boy and Lava Girl? 
No. Kinda. We did do three Spy Kids movies. Gonna r- ride that wave of success, but and it was in in the middle of the 3D era that all kids movies must be in 3D, mm-hmm. and they must do that joke there. That's like, uh oh, oh, oh no! I have stretchy arms for some reason. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa! And it's just like no one knows why you're doing that, but you I are doing that. it, and it does scare children, and you're not sure why, <laughs> because it's in every single 3D movie ever, ever. This ever. is kind of like a side thought, but for some reason it's just popping into my mind, and it's my favorite scene from Spy Kids. I don't know which one it's in, but. It's it's where um, the brother and the sister mm-hmm. are sent to this island to be like safe for some reason. It's like this house that's full. It looks like a little, I don't know. It's it's kind of like a shack, but you go inside and it's all nice. And there's all this spy gear and fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's this microwave where you can just make whatever foods you want. Okay, all right. And and I always remember watching that scene and it. I think they made like a hamburger and fries mm-hmm. and just being like so hungry and like right. jealous, wishing that that was a thing. And that's literally like my main memories of Spy Kids. Is the microwave. <laughs> it's the microwave that makes food. Oh, oh goodness. Well, we we may have to do this. The We may have to w- watch this uh, movie together and, and get back to people on that. But I don't know. It's just... Can can we? Here's here's my concern, and I know that you have thoughts on this, and I'm going to mm-hmm. open up this door, and we're going to yes. go for it. We're rebooting just everything, and I think it's time to stop rebooting all of the things I like. Mm-hmm. Make a new show with a new plot, and I I I I will admit I sat through all of the Fuller House uh, show. It wasn't great, but I enjoyed pretending like it was. Right. Um, they remade Boy Meets a World, same characters, and the Girl Meets World, and it was not good either. That yeah. show was classic and iconic. Oh, they're uh, redoing the Save by the Bell. <sighs> they're they're having a sp- spin off, not spin off, but a new class. Uh huh. No, that's not true. They already had a new class. This is a continuation of the first class who are now all the teachers mm-hmm. because me and my friends all teach at our high school now. Yeah. Who does that? Like who does that? No. Um that would be kind of cool. Though. We remade <laughs> Baywatch. We uh even games. Games that no no granted Crash Bandicoot really well done and mm-hmm. I, I gotta hand it to you guys for uh, pulling that game out again good for you guys really great but other games they did that I mean it's been better in games than it has in uh, movies but I'm worried we're just like out of store I there's gotta be new stories out there that people can tell right there is yeah and th- that's part of my like opinions on this is that I think that's what I like I'm desiring more and more nowadays mm-hmm. from like cinema and right. TV shows. It's just like new, new stories, um, and just completely original. Like mm-hmm. they're not connected to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and because like even new stories can be, um, like within an actual like genre right. or right. not genre, but like franchise of right. something, which I'm not. You know, I'm not about that either. It's like right. the desire to have something completely, like, 
completely new. And the way I think about it is like hopping back into like the time of when like Steven Spielberg was yeah. making all these new things and you know just like the 80s I feel like were a good time of just new stuff yeah. being pushed out into yeah. the world. And and that's great. And they were mm-hmm. all really good. Yeah, they were. But I feel like what the problem has like what has happened is that like these studios are just they know that they can make money off of these things now. So it's off, like why would of, you off of me? It's yeah. my generation. These yeah. are our shows that's like, do you know what I really want to know? Whatever happened to Punky Brewster and Clarissa Explains It All, both of which are, are have reboots in the works. Right. And, and part of that is like, I think that's cool to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like being able to share um, like those things that you watched as a kid with like the newer generation is right. really cool. It and is. And it's a cool connecting point. Sure. To an extent. Like, I think that it is good to have those things to an extent, but it's also... I think it's good to go back to them. Well, I think back... to just do them again. And to... I'm, and Leave what I'm thinking of is Teen like... Titans alone. Like... They've been through enough. Star Wars. Like, yeah. I'm fine with there being new Star Wars yeah. made and, and there being new stories like The Mandalorian. Because You that's might be the that, only one who is fine with the new Star Wars being made. But to me, is it like a cash grab? Yes. But also right. it's brought like a new, you know, there's now all of these generations of people that are merged into like right. one kind of like sure. fan base, which is cool. Sure. Um, but like to an extent, you know, like I think that yeah. is fine well, to have. They, if they try and do their own thing, carve their own path, then I'm mm-hmm. okay. Sorry, I cut you off. I apologize. Go ahead. Um, but like... I think that there should also be new stuff. I think that's mm-hmm. super important. That's why I appreciate those movies more and more nowadays because it's just because I know how risky it is for them to do that. Mm-hmm. And but like I think of like Christopher Nolan is the person yeah. with, that who always puts out right a new it's just story. a genuinely good yeah stories. And and it might not always be like all these new ideas might not be the best, but mm-hmm. it's just like there's something about it that's just like refreshing mm-hmm. because it's sure it's something that's like just new, sure and untold. So and I guess I, I I mean it it might be because I'm older, but kind of the first uh, kind of the Full House, Boy Meets World, I mean all all these things they were iconic during their time Mm -hmm. because they did they did things in tv programs that it was beneficial to mankind also they didn't just throw some stuff on on screen and go like fart joke and then go on yeah and uh, and now these new ones are just so blatant cash grabs they don't they, 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 they don't try and carve their own path. They don't try and 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 make their own uh, name. They just do the same thing, but not as good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of the they didn't keep the 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 spirit behind the thing that they are doing. I mean, mm-hmm. boy, boy. Amitza world and I apologize for bringing up that one over and over but the first uh, kind of show it brought up some real hard kind of issues growing up of of um, a a a kid abandoned by his parents and that kind of stuff and 
and you know bullying drugs all kinds of stuff they they right. brought up a lot of temptations a lot of 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 things that they were good good episodes but the new kind of sh- sh- show was just like we're just friends at school welcome to disney channel do 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 it's just like they, can you do that again for me <laughs> will you put it in uh, post go yeah. ahead and put it in editing for me thank you uh go ahead and put the thing in. but they don't i mean they don't do they don't do anything they they just they they don't try and create a cultural impact and it's just a lazy story it feels like mm-hmm. um that I, I know i said about uh all the Fuller House episodes is they didn't actually get into anything important. Yeah. Uh, the old TV kind of program, that mm-hmm. that got into really important things. Yeah. You know, the day that DJ got an eating disorder and they talked about it and it was yeah. like, it was a big deal because they it was real struggles they, they're they going through and on this one, they just had like, there's a school of dance coming up. I like the wacky girl. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, I don't. This is dumb. <laughs> so, you know. Even though you sat there and watched every I did single because I, episode. I wanted it to be good so bad. I really did. Uh-huh. I wanted it to be good. All these reboots, I, I want them to be their own thing. Because mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the goal of... of 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 parenting and I'm sorry to take this in a weird direction but like it's it's not that I'm trying to create this this copy of me but I'm trying to create this thing that grows into the person it's called to be right and not just a copy of me goodness if I have kids do I don't want copies of me I know what I'm like I want hey future kids if you're going through the old podcast Stop! Stop! But like, don't. There's better stuff. I don't know. 3D things. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, do better than your dad. You know, do better. Go, go beyond and be the person that you're called to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the thing is that these things are just. Why don't I do the same joke again and prey on the fact that a lot of millennials have uh, money now and are just trying to be catered to our intense feeling of of uh, nostalgia. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that's really all that healthy because it doesn't help us grow into who the person all of us are called to be. Right. And just goes like, well, things are hard, so I'm going to go back to this old thing that doesn't actually help me. Yeah. And it's... Just is getting boring. Like I think it was, it was like genuinely kind of exciting when all these things started mm-hmm. like circling back. Yeah, for a time. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But now it's just kind of like, oh look, what are we gonna ruin today? Yeah. The Saved by the Bell, uh, by 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 the way, is airing on Peacock, the streaming service from NBC that you forgot they had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seriously. I have an account. I got an email from them. It's like, hey, just a reminder, this is airing on Peacock now. I'm like, Peacock, I forgot you were there. I'm going to be honest. Because right. I just got you for the Psych movie, which, to be honest, wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. There was a Psych movie? A second one, yeah. A second one? Yeah. Wow. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. I didn't finish it. Kind of missed that show. It was a good show. It was a good show. Don't remake it, though. <laughs> yeah. Just let it be a good show. Right. Anyway, well, I I do think it's it's important though during times that's actually important to keep going that we do keep going, um, and that brings us to our faith. 
Now to talk about Christian stuff. <laughs> I was giving you the opportunity to 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 kill the segue for me. Now, um, I want to talk about the idea of perseverance. Mm-hmm. Uh, j- just because there are times that it is important to keep going. It may not be a TV show or a movie, a reboot, but there are times to keep going and keep keep pushing ahead and and, right. and to be honest there's been plenty of opportunities over the past uh, year of 2020 boy really excited for this year to be over only four more uh, weeks five more weeks six more weeks and but to be honest that could feel like 12 so who really knows how time works anymore yeah time could be wrong anyway uh what are we talking about <laughs> Perseverance. Perseverance. Got it. Keep on going. Um, it may not be those things, but I know 2020 has given a lot of people a lot of different challenges, especially to our faith and, right. and asking the question, God, are you there? Do you even care? And I think it's 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 important. Well, I think it's okay to ask those questions, but also to keep going in the faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, too many times the road gets bumpy and Christians go, okay, then I'm out. Um, and that's not actually faith. That's actually the opposite of faith. If if I'm only trusting God if things are good, then it's not any kind of faith because I'm only trusting God if things are going my way. Yeah. The 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 difficulty of faith comes in trusting God during the times when it's actually difficult, and 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 to 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 keep going, to be steadfast, to persevere in our faith means to trust God through the storm and understand that even during these times, God is doing something, even if we don't know what it is. Yeah. And to be honest, that's a hard struggle for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I know know, people that have been Christians for decades that every now and then get, get, they, they have to come back to this as, as a, as an idea of, I don't understand, but I'm going to keep going forward word and uh, questioning God yeah um, and and kind of questioning their faith a bit there's a good passage in James chapter 1 2 through 8 that I think uh, puts down a good foundation of steadfastness and perseverance yeah you want to read it for us Caleb yes count it all joy my brothers when you meet trials of various kinds For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So leave it to James to just like, this is how he yeah. starts, by the way. We skipped the first uh, verse, but the, I mean, because it's like, yo, I'm James. He, strap in. Yeah. It's going to get rough. And then it's like, it can uh, count it all joy as you meet trials of many kinds because uh, the testing of y- your faith produces perseverance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, I think, one of the hardest uh, things Christians have to learn, understand, and then live. Yeah. That things 
are going to get hard, and it's our job to stay steady during that point. Right. And I feel like that's one of the main um, kind of misconceptions of Christianity Mm -hmm. a lot of the times Mm -hmm. is that when you give your life to Christ, everything's golden from there. Right. So easy, you know, but that's not the reality. And, and thank goodness that the Bible tells us that too. Right. And, and not only is that not the reality, right. It's actually better for us that we would go through these trials because it produces steadfastness. Like he's talking about. Um, I mean, yeah, I love this because it's just so true. Like no, nothing in life is like ever easy. I mean, it can be like small stuff or big stuff, but mm-hmm. it's like having having to go through that, but go through that with God is is what makes it special because it's it's building your relationship with Him. It's building your faith through that, right? And that's huge, right? I mean, they, there is there is a process of 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 perseverance that is. I mean, it it makes a person complete because it does get into to to the aspects of building that can only be achieved by fire. Right. Um. That that building. I mean, you know, the Bible talks about in a few other places that I can't think of right now, and I apologize, but that it's the it's 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 kind of a cleansing type of a fire that makes a metal pure and kind of the holy spirit does the same thing now the process they're talking about though is is um you kind of take a piece of metal and you heat it up to more than it can bear that the dross comes to the top the Mm -hmm. the kind of gross aspects that aren't actually intended to be in there and then the hammer comes and beats it out Mm -hmm. so and although a painful process, um, this is better because it makes it stronger after that. That uh, just because uh, this thing has gone through a trial, because there is the guiding kind of hand of 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 the crafts craftsman, it mm-hmm. is stronger and better because of it. And I think that's the same thing to our faith that because we are walking through the trials through through those things and and the hand of 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 the craftsman is guiding us we will be stronger because of it right you know untested things tend to not be as strong because they don't understand what it is they can do and what their boundary is mm-hmm. um and how hard they can go i mean i know the 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 hardest times for me that I've gone through, they've had the biggest impact in actually making me the person I am, uh, because I I had to figure out the thing I go to as I get pushed, as I get in trials, as I get tempted, and I I I needed to pick like I I have to go to God here or I'm not going to make it. But then it also taught right. me things that I didn't think I was capable of in the process. Mm-hmm. of um being able to do things in a difficult way make very difficult choices and still come out on the other side okay yeah and i think that's the same thing to our faith is that our faith will get tested and when it is walk through it in the strength of god not a your own strength mm-hmm. in order that we can become perfect and complete 
Um, but in God, I think that's the thing James is getting at is, is our strength and, and all that comes out of God and not out of us. Yeah. And I, I think that that's, that's really one of the things that sticks out to me. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't think about is that like, if any of you, you know, lacks wisdom, let mm-hmm. him ask God. Yeah. And that's really indicating that like we ourselves are not wise. Right. Um, the right. wisdom is not something that right. a man inherently has. Right. It's a tongue in cheek kind of like, if yeah. any of you lacks wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> Which you do. You know, <laughs> maybe you don't have the infinite knowledge of the universe. Yeah. And and that's what's so cool is like what makes a wise man wise is God. And and yep. just like anything that is good right. and fruitful enough in us, right. it comes from God. And realizing that is is super important in this process too. Mm-hmm. Like literally and it's freeing, you know, like that we get to ask God mm-hmm. when we have this lack of just everything. Right. You know, and and that God sustains us in that. Right. And and that's cool. That right. like we, we don't have to worry about being um wise or knowing what mm-hmm. to do because we have a God who points us there and well, in 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 gives generously. That's the thing. Yeah. The the I think sometimes people people get this idea that God is withholding, um, mm-hmm. or like I'll never tell my secrets, or yeah, like that kind of thing. Is no, if, no, if, man. If you ask, I'll 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 give wisdom. Now, granted, it may not be the thing that you think it is, or even mm-hmm. the question that you think is a good question, yeah. but the wisdom will god will give it it just oftentimes to me it's been um i've had these complex questions that have ended up being really easy answers mm-hmm. um yeah but i mean the mysteries of of things unfold in this easy answer of you just praise god through it mm-hmm. you know yeah. like like god it's a it's a complex thing and i'm not sure how i'm gonna make it through you you're you will yeah and and that's what's <laughs> like, cool is like and that's wisdom you know we we always feel like and sometimes it is like when mm-hmm. I ask God about stuff like sometimes mm-hmm. it, it's a pretty clear answer is what I should do right and whether that's from praying and just like getting a direction sense mm-hmm. of direction from the Holy Spirit or just literally reading the Bible mm-hmm. because that is God speaking to us um and and that is mm-hmm. what how we know what to do right but like a lot of the time like almost all the time it is that's why it's important right here but let him ask in faith right and that's kind of the second part of it is like right it's not going to be comfortable no like just because god is does do that in our lives and moves in us and points us where to go um and gives generously that doesn't mean that we just get that like it it takes a step from us and it's scary but it's that's important. It's right. driven by faith. Right. And it's a faith that overpowers the doubts as well. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of the other part is like, you're going to have doubts, but faith, the good news is it's not your faith any way. It's God's. It's God's faith given to us to to draw us to himself. Right. And if I'm asking in faith, then the faith overpowers the doubts. But the moment that the doubts overpower the faith, then yeah, don't expect to actually get anything out of God because... I don't even think God's real. I mean, like, why mm-hmm. would I? Why? 
that that doesn't work. I, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, not that the goal is, oh, I hope this works, but like, if if I'm asking in faith, then it's it, there's an aspect of faith that is bowing to God as King of Kings, mm-hmm. as over all things, and I think um, faith overpowers the doubts. And if I'm asking in doubt, then the faith isn't there to begin with, right? Which is a scary place to be. Yeah. But, I mean, I know I've I've gone through difficult times and you know trials and all that, and um, I wouldn't want to do them again, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm glad I'm through them, right? Um, because I'm a stronger, better person because of it. I mm-hmm. I I know more. I can do more. Right. I can identify things better just because I've been through more things and understand them more. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm thankful to those times while not wanting to go back to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, gosh, I, I miss those times I wasn't eating. You know, like, <laughs> you know. No, yeah. I'm good with that. I, I, those can... Thank you for that time period of my life, but I'm done. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's huge. I mean, and you're a lot farther in life than I am. But like... Not a lot. The... Just like a little bit. <laughs> It's like a little bit ahead. Well, you've definitely been alive longer than I have. Can but you just agree with me on that? Bit. I've got a birthday coming up. It's, it, they stopped being fun. Sorry, go ahead. But, like, you know, I I would completely agree. Like, the small mm-hmm. amount that I've had to trust God in mm-hmm. and ask for wisdom in and persevere through has changed me. Yep. And and it's so evident looking back. And I think that's right. something in order to encourage, like just encouragement. Like if you mm-hmm. feel like lost as far as where you are in your relationship with God, like I would right. encourage you to look back. Right. Because that's when it becomes evident to me, like all the crazy stuff that you go through. And even if you didn't trust God perfectly yeah. in that, like sometimes it's not this like flawless Mm-hmm. thing where you're just like oh god you know what to do right point me wherever like sometimes you you hold on and try and take control sometimes but like still you you learn and you grow mm-hmm. and looking back on those times is super important right to see where you know like maybe right. your path was squiggly and you went back and forth a lot but right. like you're probably you know i look at it like a, a chart like it goes up and down right but right as long as you are staying true and trusting in God and and trying to um, focus on Him as much mm-hmm. as you can, like you will see in up up to the right. Yeah, you know, like I think that I think that that's yeah a big encouragement for me is just looking I mean, back on my life. My first day as a youth pastor. Well, no, not even that. The first time I taught, I actually prepped this a message for probably about a month because I had the time. Um, and it, it started off, it was, it was like a three to four minute clip from, uh, from the Lord of the Rings, which is, um, I love it. A very long clip for preaching. It's yeah. a very, cause it's not even, I, I, this is like 25 minutes that, that, that I decided like 20% of this time should go to the movie clip yeah. because it didn't, <laughs> didn't make sense. There wasn't a clear place to start or stop. Anyway, that's not important. Uh, so as the movie clip is going I remember being scared out of my mind of just mm. like, okay, you're going to get up. 
you're gonna you're, you're gonna talk to those twelve kids that showed <laughs> yeah. up. Twelve kids. Okay. Uh, here we go. Mm-hmm. And then I threw up in my mouth. I threw up in my mouth you a little bit. A little bit. Ass reflux kind of kicked the little things Ooh. up. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't have time for that. And just right back down. That's gross. Um, yeah, yeah, no. It was not the most fun I ever had. Uh, and, and then I got up there. I squeaked through. It's like... Hey everyone, welcome to the zone. Um, and it was it was the first time I ever taught. And now at this point, um, I actually I had a day where a person had asked, "Hey, I I can't teach tonight. Are you able to teach tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah, I got it, no problem." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had a message, and I polished it. I tweaked it a bit based on context and that kind of stuff. I got up to about double the size of the first crowd and just taught. Um, and in this thing that at first it came off as just impossible, and now at this point is very doable mm-hmm. because I didn't quit that first time. Right. Um, I mean, every time I started a new job, there's always been this part of my head that's been like, just quit and walk away. You know, like you don't know what you're doing, quit and walk away. Right. And just being able to persevere through that and trust God through the process mm-hmm. has has been very beneficial. There are a great deal of things that I thought were difficult that I'm unable to do that n- now just appear to be really easy. Yeah. And there's a lot of comfort in that to be like, all right, in Christ, yeah. I've grown in ability to do the things he's called me to do. Right. And I think a lot of times for me, like in my life, it is something that I probably was truly incapable of doing. Right. And, right. And that's, what's cool is like seeing those times that like, it's so obvious that God was the one that like pushed you through that Mm -hmm. is like huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Job stuff is like, yeah, Yeah. there's, I, I completely, I feel like everyone goes through that where you're just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And you probably don't. Yeah. But right. I know um my 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 first time teaching or preaching a sermon on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. uh, I was incredibly nervous that first time. Yeah. Um and then the second time was COVID. So I was more nervous because you know, just like staring at a camera talking, you know, this is different because I have somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um but man, preaching to a camera. Yeah. In, it it's the worst. It's the absolute worst. That seems terrible. And yeah. and now because I mean to be honest though it it could have been a lot worse because I've I have the experience in doing these kinds of things. I know the first day uh, you and I turned on Cam for the podcast mm-hmm. um, episode forty eight, <laughs> which don't check YouTube. It's not there. Yep. Because it's not good. Mm-hmm. Because we kind of did the. Ricky Bobby, what do I do with my hands yep. the whole time? You know, like is, here is this fine? You know, yeah. um, or so, we had him like under the table a lot, yeah. and it's like weird yeah. looking, and just is it, it just it wasn't, it, it wasn't great. But <laughs> but after this, both of us have been more aware of I'm I'm not trying to like call it like stage presence, but stage presence a bit, right? Um, that I think in a pinch we could go and do this and not be as scared as mm-hmm. we were the first time. But one thing has stayed the same, and that's we still Friendship. don't know what to do with our hands. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
please really give us don't. advice. <laughs> I'm glad I have this here. I'd say the main reason I have this here is so I just hold yeah, it. Yeah, this actually has helped. Because uh-huh. we used to have like just – we'd print our notes out and it was like a piece of paper. And then like you don't have anything in front of you. Right. So it's like – just, and you can't touch it because it table. makes the paper noise the whole yep. podcast. Like, <laughs> so it's either yeah. crossing your arms like right. a bum, or you know. But our point is, <laughs> yeah, things Getting that I, things that at first felt very difficult in in faith and just being true to the calling that we have and trying to do this to the best of our ability and follow God in the process. Things that were difficult at first are now are now easier because it's been through trials. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, especially what was that June, July of 2018 where 30 downloads from the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. of just us actually asking, is this the point that we pack it up or persevere and keep going? And it was important to, to actually talk through it and kind of decide, all right, no, we're going to persevere, stick it out because yep. we feel this is, I think God's called us to do for the time and um, mm-hmm. to just quit because it got a little rough would kind of be the same as, you know, like turning our backs on God a little bit and right. you know, spending time in prayer and asking like, all right, God, what do you want us to do? And the answer, I think for both of us is kind of like you carry on, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> just yeah. keep going. It'll be fine. Uh, and go from there. So, yeah. So to anyone that's like going through things, then, I mean, I hate that the uh, the under spiritual answer is carry on, but carry on, keep eyes on God, and keep asking and praying mm-hmm. that God could make it clear and be be there through the whole time. Yeah, and this is probably this might just be true for me. Like I don't know, but I find that like honestly, when it comes to change. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more evident on when I should, like, stop doing something than mm-hmm. when I should continue, if that makes sense. that's It's very, like, almost the same thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like God has, and it, once again, this could just be me, mm-hmm. but, like, God is <clears throat> very clear in my life when it's time to end something, mm-hmm. opposed to, like, when it's time to, like, whether... It, it's evident to me, like looking back, that there's times where I've right. questioned, should I end this? And it's very, it, it's just me doubting right. that thing. Right. And so, I mean, I don't know if that's an encouragement. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. that's just something that I've noticed in my life right. that maybe might help you. Right. <laughs> what do I know? You know a lot for being 16. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I just, that felt so I just national, don't know. <laughs> I was like, say something nice and affirm him, but also kick him right back down like you normally do. Um, no, I that that's... that's <laughs> me too, don't worry. Um, no, I I think that's good, though. I think that's that that's important, I think. Um, so, so the band Five Iron Frenzy, uh, they... No, no, no. This this ties into it. Okay. The band Five Iron Frenzy, who was one of my favorite bands growing up, they still have a few songs that will bring me to tears every single time. They every year they prayed and asked like God, "All right, it's been a year. Do we keep going?" And there was a year God said like, or or that they felt that they they were at the end, and they said like, "Okay, so this is our final 
year as a band. And so, now granted, they put out three albums in the span of a year and went on a tour. Mm-hmm. And so, like, super dope. Uh, it was the studio album, their B track album, which is hilarious. It's just, it's essentially their deleted scenes album. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Uh, and then the, the, the uh the cd of their uh kind of their final show uh yeah. and then they were done um or wow. so we thought and then they put out an album like five or six years after that mm-hmm. and it just it wasn't good because it it felt as if when when they needed to to be obedient to god i mean Throughout their whole time, it was persevere, 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 and until they prayed and God said, "Like, okay, this has been a good season. Now it's time to do the next thing," and then they stopped. But then trying to come back to it, it just felt as if they're trying to force it. Right. Um. And they needed to to be steady in the thing God called them to do, and it just mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe being unfair to them, I don't actually know the calling God gave to them or not. But the album felt different. Right. It it was at, at, as if there was a missing piece to it that wasn't band or music. So, uh, and we just don't kind of talk about that album because that's not like canonical Five Iron Frenzy. I don't even so, know who these people are. Five Iron Frenzy's dope. Five Iron Frenzy is awesome. Five Iron? Five Iron Frenzy. Frenzy. Yes. What does that mean? You know what? I'm going to be honest. I don't super know. But I'll um, <laughs> never I'll actually... let it slide. Never actually thought about it. I'll play my favorite song after the podcast. So good because it's great. Yeah. So anyway, well, where have you, as our audience, needed to to be steady and and continue you to be steadfast and follow God? And uh, what are a couple of the challenges that you have faced throughout the process? We want to hear from you. And there's a couple of places we want to hear from you. Say it in your podcast. We want to hear from you. We do want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. You turn into like a car salesman. We're doing the 3D thing. We want to hear from you. You can do that a couple of places. The first is by going to thegospeloutpost.com slash nobody special. There's a form at the bottom of the page. And you know how forms work. Yeah, yeah. Um, for, it's pretty easy. Uh, we're also on the social media on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Nobody Special Podcast. I'm gonna be honest, I totally forgot all of them right there. So I'm glad. Thanks for the little pause, everyone. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram at Nobody Special Podcast, and feel free to drop us a message, comment on our stuff, and also to share our show with other people. We don't spend anything on um, trying to get our name out there because we're desperately cheap and intend to stay that way for as long as we can so anytime a person takes our show and tells a friend puts it on facebook or anything mm-hmm. that means a lot to us and we really appreciate it yeah uh caleb there's a holiday coming up and yes. i don't mean thanksgiving the holidays are coming up thanksgiving is uh, and, and we'll remind you next week too but there is uh you know the the season of advent is coming up, mm-hmm. and that is little baby Jesus, and focusing on the oh, meaning, <laughs> focusing on you know the meaning of and why you know that yeah yeah okay let me just jump it. So there's a book by um, David Mathis, mm-hmm. and it's called The Christmas We Didn't Expect. Now I am super excited for this mm-hmm. because um, and honestly I saw. On Desiring God, mm-hmm. maybe you guys did too. John Piper and David Mathis had a little 
video kind of promoting this. But like the reason behind it, it was super good to me because it's something I struggle with. I've struggled with all my life, and that's like truly um, understanding um, what the season of Advent is and, and preparing mentally for Christmas mm-hmm. and the true meaning of that. And and that's kind of what they were both talking about in their little promos that stuck with me because like that's something I've struggled with so much, and I mm-hmm. don't feel like I've ever had a Christmas where I've been able to like spiritually mentally prepare myself for what the coming of Christ in flesh means. Yeah. And, and so this is a book designed, I think it's designed to where you can like read a chapter a day. It's devotional geared towards people just going through it a day at a time. Mm -hmm. Advent starts on the 29th on, on November 29th, 2020 starts then. And then, um, we, I mean, our, our podcast isn't getting kickbacks on this at all. This is not an ad, not a paid ad. Yeah. Go pick up this book, though. Uh, Caleb and I are going to be going through it together. So yep. the more people that are interested in going through it, send us a message. Maybe we can put together some kind of group chat. I don't know. Just to be able to share our thoughts I'll, if anyone a is Discord. doing that. Mm. <laughs> Danny doesn't even know how those work. So. No, I know how Discord <laughs> works. I just I refuse to add more social media accounts. Yeah. So anyway, go pick it up, um, yeah. and then tell them nobody special sent you, and and just see how confused they are at the end of that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, seriously, like if that's something that you find yourself struggling with, and I think we all do. Mm-hmm. Um. Like, this is I I haven't read it, but I I really feel like God is going to do something special through mm-hmm. this in a lot of people's lives. Right. Because I think it's something that is becoming more and more lost as the years go on on the true meaning of Christmas. And this is also, side note, like kind of the reasoning behind this, the Christmas we didn't expect is kind of a fresh idea in my mind is like the first Christmas there was, it was only unexpected things happening. Right. And nothing was out of nostalgia or anything like that. So like, Focusing on the unexpected aspect, I think, will be interesting, too. But Absolutely. Yeah. We're excited to check it out, and hope you'll check it out as well. Absolutely. Is that Well, that Caleb, it? I think that's going to do it for us today. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. Special.